Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. And you're listening to Husbands Watching Housewives. And I'm Scott. And I'm Jeff. And we just watched the uh, next to the last episode of the season of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. On Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day. It's sweet. It's... For us. Maybe not for them, but it was very sweet for us. We had a good Valentine's Day. Yeah. We went out to dinner. Yeah, our fourth straight year of, not straight year, but our fourth year of Indian food for, for a romantic yes. uh, Valentine dinner. It's love Indian food. And there's just, you know, non really equals love. Non non does equal love. It was very good. We it had was all the nice. dishes and all the leftovers. I'm yeah, you quite thought, excited. You thought we ordered too much, but turned out right no, amount. No, we needed that, that third, that salmon dish. Yeah, Indian yeah. food, Indian food doesn't work if there's no leftovers. Right. Must always have leftovers. And you must like leave the restaurant feeling sometimes obscenely full. Yeah. I mm-hmm. felt pretty obscenely full. We got that salmon dish. Oh, it was good. A little, little oily, that dish. But a little bit. It yeah. Was good. I, the biryani was my favorite. Biryani is always your favorite. It is. It's just so good. It's chicken and rice. And slightly spicy. Oh, it's so yeah. Good. Mm. So good. Yay, food. Yay. Um, now that we've talked about our wonderful, uh, our, our romantic evening, I, I'm being... I'm, I wouldn't say facetious. I mean, it, there's nothing particularly romantic about it. We just like eating dinner. Yeah, so it's it's funny that we went like from like our date night to watching Housewives, so that's what we, we well, do. Well, I've been looking forward to it because you know, with the Super Bowl and everything, we didn't get a chance to uh, you know, Tomic wasn't on, and now that Salt Lake's done, you know, we we're just kind of going through Housewives withdrawal. Yeah, I actually didn't mind not having Potomac because I was super into the Super Bowl, surprisingly. Yeah, which is very strange. It was really strange. I was, like, really into it. And like, surprisingly, we watched the entire thing. Entire thing, yeah. Because normally I would just watch the halftime show and, like, check in periodically. But I was like, no, because there was just so much going on with the game. It was really, like, a nail-biter. Did you lose your gay card? Have you misplaced it? You could be a Mo and also watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, but that's not the kind of Mo you are. <laughs> or maybe it is. We're changing. We're all, we always change, you know. Well, I'm not gonna like watch uh, football uh, regularly going forward. I but the Super Bowl, it's like it's the last game of the season, so I'm like, you know. And it, it was yeah, it was quite exciting. Yeah, it was fun, and then the, the Chiefs won at the last minute, and uh-huh. who do and like Taylor and Travis and that love story. Oh, yeah, such a lovely love story. It was wonderful. Referring to her 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 song. Oh, love story. Got yes. it. Yes, I thought the best part was Blake Lively swearing. Oh, I loved Blake. Blake was my favorite part, just in general, like her look, the hair, and the jewelry, all the bangles, and like the Balenciaga tracksuit. Everything about it was just great. Like I was like, I want more Blake. <laughs> yes, uh, it was a good episode. I'm glad we're wrapping up the season. I mean, we were surprised when they were like, next week on the season finale. Yeah, we were like, whoa. What? But yeah, it was a good next to last episode. You know, everyone had stuff going on, some more than others. Um, I'm glad, at least for this episode, because clearly they're not a good place now, but Crystal and Anna Marie got to a, you know, let's agree, disagree, and move on place, which is... You don't hear that very often on Housewives. Normally, it's like we're gonna fight to the death. I feel like it. you hear it just in different words. Like whenever they're just you know they they do those faux apologies and you know well we got to get past this. But I also just typically I personally hate the expression "let's agree to disagree." 
Yes, I know, because whenever I use it, you really hate it. But sometimes, you know, they were not going to get to a place where the other one was like, you know, you're right. I did say that or I did say that or you misinterpreted that. It was never going to be that. Yeah. To me, though, it's such a cop out, though. You you know my feelings on this, but it's just a cop out because then you're just it always comes back up and it's going to happen. Right. Because they're talking like, well, Crystal for sure has gone on like a media campaign talking smack. So about everyone, basically, aside from ourselves. Surprise, surprise. Right. (laughs) You know, so, yeah, it's that's what I'm saying. Like for this episode, they got to a good place, but they're they're far from it. So I, I think then Anna Marie needs to come back. So to give Crystal something to do. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she's not going to, yeah, really fight with the others. Maybe Dorit, perhaps. I think she and But Dorit really, I mean, why, why, do there have to be, why do there have to be fights? It is not fights, but like, well, it's housewives. But it's rivalries. Like, it's good to have someone to butt heads with. You know, it makes for good TV like a frenemy situation where it's like I think as long as it's it's better though when it's playful when it gets really low then I don't like that playfulness but like right now they're not a playful thing like she is just straight up like shading anime like left and right like hardcore yeah I've apparently been missing all this by not paying attention to well, social media think, when with for Beverly Hills yeah I was like you know E! News and like you know some other places and it's just honestly I don't think I followed E! News since Julian Juliana Rancic left so I mean that's how out of touch I am with E! News. I thought uh, it was very interesting that this was a Mother's Day episode. So uh, like with Potomac, they were they did their Mother's Day episode. Right. And now Beverly Hills, I actually thought if there was the exact same day, I was kind of sitting on the couch, closing my eyes, thinking, while they're serving champagne here in Beverly Hills, all that stuff was going on in Potomac at the per- perfumery. If we're going to compare and contrast, I think the venue for Potomac was beautiful. Like the whole setup and the table, I think Kenneth's... And the party planners did a great job of mm-hmm. the event space people. Very beautiful. Anna Maria's house is also quite pretty. It's like everyone else's house, though, you know, because she lives in the same neighborhood as uh, Teddy and Kyle and Dorit. Mm-hmm. So it's that same, like, big, like, fancy farmhouse situation. Modern farmhouse. Yes, yes. But not, not you know, throwing shade at her house, but, you know whatever it's very of the moment right but definitely she took it a step they had perfume on potomac and she took it to like 2.5 million dollar like necklaces and rings and it was like oh and uh how many ice sculpt diamond ice sculptures have has this make it for you on uh, oh this Hills? for sure this is definitely at least like the fourth or fifth fourth or fifth yeah like for sure um denise had one on uh, her last season when she had that party where we're talk- was talking about threesomes and she like lost her shit. Uh, at least in this one, it was a diamonds. There was a jewelry party. So it wasn't it just, sense. it wasn't just like, look at us. We're on Beverly Hills and we hold a diamond in the opening sequence. Yeah. So at least it was, you know, purposeful. And we, you were quite surprised that there were more than just the housewives there that you're like, whoa, this is an actual like full on party. Yeah. Which is good. Cause it was like, I was like, there's so much food and so much jewelry. Like this can't be for this, the seven of them. And oh, that outfit Dorit was wearing at the end of the episode. It, it really just the colors were interesting but it just looked like just it looked like a bad paper plate design to me that yes you're right yeah it wasn't great 
it was different at least. I mean, and I mean, she looked great, but it just, you know, again, the, I think the, the print was just weird to me, but it was designer. So, you know, she had to wear yeah, it. Yeah. I think Garcelle looked great. I like that color on her. Oh, I and think... actually, now that I'm thinking about it, she was in an earlier scene telling her glam squad, like, oh, I, I, this is a great look we have going today. And I think maybe it, she's like, I'm really excited about this. Yeah. Look. I think I she wait. oversold it. And so I yes. was just a little like, oh, that, that's your look. And, yeah. Okay. I'd, say, I'd say, like, you know, her fashion is in an interesting place this season. Yeah, I just didn't love what she was putting out all season or her confessional looks. I think it was a little bit off for her. Someone on social media had said she was she's wearing um, Shein by Sheree. Shein and by like, Sheree. Because she, she had an outfit that looked a little, um, I think you called it New Jersey. Like her confessional was she has like the two braids on the side. Yeah, yeah. It's a very New Jersey and look. And people were saying that that looked very like she by Sheree or she in by Sheree. Mm. And I was like, oh, I can see it. It did. I mean, I think they're calling, you know, trying to suggest that it looked a little cheap. Um, yes. But, you know, Dorit doesn't have to wear designer labels all the time. In fact, I think it's refreshing when she doesn't. No, it wasn't that we didn't have labels on. I'm sure it was a designer top, but it did. Because she also looks very tan and like the two braids, it looks a little, not throwing shade, but like something Danielle would wear perhaps. Didn't love it. But yeah, this entire scene I just really haven't loved. For the neck up, her face, makeup is always great. Hair is always great. Love the color. But just the outfits have been just like, eh, eh. Um, But yeah, Kyle looked great. Her makeup was amazing. She's carrying that great Birkin. Um, I thought Kyle looked, I think Kyle looked amazing when she was talking with Sutton. Oh, yeah, and she's wearing that, like, kind of that sweater coat thing. I mean, she just looked so fresh and so, just so, ah, looked so good. Loved it. But yeah, at the party at the end, she definitely looked good. Um, and a- Anna Marie's dress, Anna Marie looked great. She wore it. It was a great color on her. Yeah, I, d- I just think the dress in general made her look like a weird, like, souffle wedding cake. I think also it had too much, either it was ruffles or... It was, yeah, and not really, but... Um, piping around not it? Not piping, no. It just... Cording. It was like, no, it was like it was like different levels, like it, like you, like you said, like a cake, like yeah. a layer cake. But I think also it just seems to be the fashion right now, um, with just cording around the boobies. Like everyone has like the the cups that have like a cording around it, and you're just like, it's too much for me. Well, speaking of um, going away, from, well, sticking with fashion, but oh, uh, Sutton's side boob, yes. <laughs> Not every day they like, blur out Sutton's whoa. boob. I just love that she was like came in like hot like i'm tipsy y'all <laughs> i brought a roadie that avi made me <laughs> and apparently he filled it really really tall and really really, tall. really strong yes he's like i know he's like i got the juice mama i didn't understand why she she still had her glass that she brought with her like they poured her thing into a glass and then she was making another drink while that one was still right there next to, right next to it well when you're tipsy i guess you don't realize i already have this unless you wanted some a new a new kind of drink that could be yeah, I've been known. I mean, maybe she's just into sh- double fisting. You know, yeah, she just knew she was going to be thirsty. Right? She's like, I'm getting this for lighter, lighter. Well, it was funny. I like, you know, Crystal's like, maybe we should get her some water. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like these judgy. You know, oh, if someone shows up drunk, shit. The whole whole point of the party was day drinking. I didn't mind her drinking and being fun. I was, just, I, I think it was, it's different. Well, they're showing it. Apparently, allegedly, if you believe, you know what you hear at BravoCon. Yeah. Apparently, it's quite often. They did definitely emphasize that she had like the super 
a strong drink and that, you know, she was taking her time, like getting out of the house even much like the, when they were like, it's two o'clock in the afternoon or whatever, when she had that whole name them scene with Kyle, which seems like forever ago. Right. That was like the beginning of the season and now here we are. But yeah, I liked Drug Sutton. What is it with Sutton bringing things in her purse? Like on her date with Steve, was that his name? Steve, She just yes. pulls out some, you know, ocean spray ruby red and like pours it into her drink. Like, is right? it, is it... Like you couldn't get so women I guess to make you a drink at the place? Maybe she just needs to have her ruby red grapefruit. I don't know. Well, it's funny. I was just like, oh, no one saw that. It's like, you sure? No one saw that with the two cameras right by you and you're... With the camera crew there, she could have done whatever she wanted and yeah. they would have been like, sure, lady, you guys are paying us for this. Or, I know. mean, it's, I know it's not like illegal, but it's definitely not, it's probably frowned upon that you, or if you bring in your own like beverage to a restaurant... Or a right. bar, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely frowned upon, but I guess it's the same thing if you, you know, bring hot sauce with you, I guess. You just want to make sure you have what you need. I mean, no one would frown if you brought a bottle of water with you, so maybe you're just particular about your your. They wouldn't frown, juice. but they'd be like, what are you doing? True. You know? Yeah. Because that's the thing. It's like, you know, that's why, also why they would want you to bring something from outside, and you don't know what's in that bottle. It says ocean spray, but they didn't see her, like, break the seal. <laughs> put a lot of thought into this mm, i did i did yeah um but i'm glad we only saw a bit of that date played some darts steve seems nice he's got a lot of face but it's a good face but he's very expressive like he's got like just big expressions i, I think she could do worse he's like he's he seems nice do you think we'll see him in the next episode or even maybe next season if she brings him to like the white party oh yeah I don't know. Could be interesting. I'd be curious to see, like, if they're even... I mean, nine times I attended with these things, it's like, oh, we stopped hanging out after filming stopped. Right. So. Also, I do wonder if he's, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll see this lady because I get to be on TV. That's got to right. be a draw. Because he's also, like, because he has a profession. He's a businessman, but he's also an actor, he mentioned in the very first date. So going back to the party... Before you get to the party, you could think about what you're, remember what you're thinking. Um, I was, before we get off Sutton's drinking, I like how she's being all snotty at the party about like, oh, you can drink Corbell. I don't drink that stuff. Like in her little confessional, it's like, what did you want? What did you want um, Anna Marie to like be serving there? Was it supposed to just be nothing but the finest champagne? Yes, probably. That's just so weird. But isn't that, I mean, I don't know my champagne, but isn't Corbell? Corbell's fine. I mean, oh. I, I, I guess I would have expected at least, you know, like Vuv or something or, you know, something, you know, not necessarily so widely known. Because mm. Corbell does seem like a bit of a generic brand when it comes to the bubbly. But, you know, you're entertaining that many people and it's going to get expensive. Probably the focus is on like the jewelry and, you know, those waffles look really good. Yes, you know, <laughs> you're like, look at those waffles. Oddly, the thing that stood out to me was uh, the salami and the pepper jack cheese. I was like, because mm. it was arranged very nicely. It was very nice. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it, it probably could have been better champagne now that I'm thinking about it. But Corbel, you know, at least it wasn't Cooks or Andre or something. So, you know, Andre. pretty pretty all right. <laughs> you should have a Mad Dog 2020 party on Housewives. That'd be that... great. Would be hilarious. A malt liquor party. A malt liquor party. Oh, that could get problematic very depending problematic. upon which series it's very on. Very problematic. <laughs> yes. So uh, you were going to say about the party? Oh, just party. Um, I think going back to fashion, like Crystal tried bangs. She tried. She, she certainly tried. did. She's very pretty. I don't think she needs bangs. I was actually wondering when her glam was doing her up. They were kind of like gently stroking her hair. 
And I was like, what are they, like, are they just, do they consider themselves, oh, this is easy. Brush, brush, done. Up to clipping some bangs. Yeah. I was pleased to see that she didn't just show up with her regular hair, that she did something different. And That's true. It was a That's true. Change. Closer. Oh, Erica was like, kind of like Chanel Barbie. Has she worn that before, though? That outfit? No. Oh, I'm thinking of the pink dress that she and Rena both wore that one time they went over to her house when Tom was there. Oh, right. That's right. And then Rena and Kyle wore that same black dress. But then Erica wore that pink kind of like Barbie dress. And then Anna Marie had the black version because we were like someone was talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about it. Even though she's had the same dress but a different color, the same cat dress, the white one or the black one. Yep. We um, keep track of these things. I was surprised... Even though we've been hearing a lot about Christian and her, you know, ex, that it was six years ago they got divorced, six or seven years ago. Is that what they said? That's what she said. She said she can't remember if it's six or seven, but that means if she's been on the show, this is her third full year on the show or... Her third full year. So the year before that. So I mean, she was divorced maybe two years. And, uh, you know, he didn't want her to have the kids on the show and the kids were younger at that point. So that that tracks. Yeah, no, I'm just, it's interesting to think about, you know, the arc of her life that, you know, two years out of a divorce, which, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? I can see that it definitely gave more, she gave more credence to, you know, Christian's opinion two, two years out of the marriage than she may give now, you know, where she's been more independent now and, you know, doesn't rely on him as much or, you know, but it also made me think that if she's been getting paid like $3 million, like, I mean, she probably already had a crap ton of money sitting behind her when she first joined the show. And now it can only be, you know, that much more. Much more. Yeah. I think, yeah, definitely what she gets from him is like, you know, makes what she makes in the show. Well, they seem very like small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you don't get the fame. Right. The and f- you fame. Can't, yeah, you can't get that fame quotes. from the ba- from being on the ballet. Well. You could, I guess. The ballet board. I think uh, you get it on the opera more than uh, you would the ballet. Uh, uh, but, you know. Uh, well, maybe back in the, the turn of the century, as we saw, Gilded Age. The opera wars. The first Real Housewives. Um, people always say that, the first Real Housewives of, like, whatever some show comes out like the swans and the capote i'm like whatever are we gonna watch more um eh, perhaps you should give it a more more of a chance you you've cooled off on ryan murphy stuff you well, used to be a big fan yes for sure because it was better programming and then <laughs> i think <laughs> that last one we haven't we didn't watch the most recent one with kim kardashian but the one before that which is basically like a ripoff of cruising we were just saying like that was just really bad because it was a ripoff of cruising and it, it was mixing its world it was like wait is this like is he real the killer or is he not real and then they threw in like hiv aids and what's the is that the real killer it was just really yeah it was it was fairly disjointed but i have high hopes for this one we should watch some more of it yeah no if he's a different animal you know i i really enjoyed the first one with uh the betty davis joan crawford one so we'll see We'll see. I was going to say with Erica um, and trying to get an apology from people. It's just interesting because as she was saying that she discovered in therapy, part of her is like, well, I, I want an apology. But it's like if they're going to give the apology, they would. So it's like you shouldn't keep seeking something you know you're not going to get. It was interesting how she said, I feel hurt, blah, blah, blah. And, every, and they're very quick to be Dorit, especially because it's very Dorit to be like, Erica, 
That was a bad to read. And, but Erica, I was supported you 100%. It was not easy to support you and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And make it made it seem like that she was basically like on the cross with Erica because she was sticking by her as her friend. And it's like, not quite to read. At least she's consistent and makes it all about her. Like, I mean, it, it made me feel a little bit better that like anything that may have happened between Dorit and Garcelle, like, because that was, you know, her thing. She just went directly like, you know, how could you think that about me? Where it's the same thing. It's like, Erica, same energy. Erica yeah. did you not know how hard it was for us to be your friend? It's like, like, mm, yeah, there you go. Making it about you. Do you not know how hard it was to be Erica? I mean, if you're going to be her friend, be her friend, you know? And don't make it about how hard it was for you. Granted, you know, Erica could have been a little more understanding of those positions. But and she couldn't, she shouldn't have made like a blanket statement like uh, everyone, you know, she, because for Kyle definitely, and she was not lying about that. She was saying to everyone who would listen that she did not think Erica knew about what Tom was doing. But there was that moment and the Aspen trick where she said, I want you to have more empathy. I want, cause she wanted her to not come off so cold because she knew her as not to be such a cold person. But the fact that Erica just wouldn't say anything about the victims, you know, or make any sort of like, Oh, I feel so bad for them. And we talked about this already. She couldn't, there's something she could have said. And Kyle just wanted her to come off better. Right. So Kyle was not, you know, definitely not in the same, coming with the same energy that Garcelle was and still has. Like when she said, I have this point of view and I'll have that forever. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> it was whoa, like, girl. Okay. Yeah. That was a little bit harsh, I thought. And Crystal said nothing. Crystal was just silent. Well, Crystal already apologized. True. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, you forgot about that. That was the first, the first apology. That's right. I like that. You know, I like that Kyle got got there, and I like that Sutton just raised her hand, was immediately like, "Oh, yeah, you're talking about me." (laughs) I am surprised because that could have gone very left and got gotten them back to that same place they were two years ago, fighting the or what or what that whole thing. So the fact that Sutton was like, she needs an apology. You know, I was really harsh on her and now I'm going to give her an apology. And, it, you know, it was really s- nice to see that those emotions come out of Erica because she she did cry on the show for sure. You know, people said she was faking it when the whole the mascara, remember that one where she cried at Kathy's party and definitely cried at the reunion. But, you know, she really tries not to. So the fact that she was like she got that from Sutton and it really affected her so much that well, again, I think it's, you know, I, I think, again, it might have been equally for Sutton. I, we talked about this in a different episode where they just probably didn't think that they could af- have that effect on Erica, that Erica was, you know, tough as nails and that no matter what she couldn't, you know, she'd be, you know, un, un- unbothered. Yeah, that'll, that'll work. Yeah, like you just couldn't get under her skin. But to find out that you did and, you know, that you really did have such a profound impact on, you know, really hurt her feelings and, you know, and that an apology would go as far as it did, you know, really, you know, it's well, probably because, impressive. Like, she's, she's getting so much criticism and so much hate directed to her, you know, in social media and also like just the media in general. And then to like go to work and have to be like question so hard by your castmates, it, you know, I'm sure that definitely it, it played a part. So yeah, like they should have known that. Yes, I don't know them could imagine themselves being in that position or getting to that position, but just think like, what if you were and how would it feel like you, if you walk into the office 
you know, quote unquote. And someone's like, so what'd you know? Or get back the earrings. And it's just like, get out of my face. But you can't say that because, you know. So then everyone apologized or gave some sort of apology other than... Well, Anna Marie, because she had... She's right. like, I wasn't there. Well, so Garcelle didn't, though. She Garcelle just, was staying She for, explained that she had an opinion. She half-assed it. She was like, you know, I didn't know that that would affect you so much. I I didn't want you knocked down, but I had an opinion. So it's the thing, like, I, you know, didn't want... She, you know, regardless of how Gar- Garcelle feels about Erica, she definitely wasn't coming from, like, I want you obliterated, yeah. you know? But she was also like you i don't like how you're approaching this or how you're handling the situation and i had questions because garcelle always has questions maybe she needed some giant cue cards and we could have watched a boring scene oh my god i mean i, I like the uh I, mean, I like a full circle moment i like that they brought it back to the bullying thing and that's a great charity and a great right. thing to bring awareness to but i could i can do without garcelle and her children scenes right it was very consistent the entire season these yeah. whole like and then it, well, the resolution was, I'm going to let you get an Uber to go hang out with your friends. He's 15. Like, I, I, I would have thought by now, like, 14-year-olds would take an Uber somewhere. Yeah. It's like, oh, obviously, you know, we're we're so old. We didn't have Ubers when we were that age. And but we like, don't have children, so maybe we don't know what the heck we're talking about. But I guess I don't, but I guess my mom wouldn't have let me. If it was available, she wouldn't get me. let me go on a ride share. My mom wouldn't want me to spend the money on it. She'd be like, I'll, right. she'd be like, I'll drive you fine. Or like but, a parent would pick you up and you would and you would get dropped off with your friends by that parent at true, the mall. True. What do kids even do these days? Yeah, if there's no mall to go to. They just go to no, people's movies. houses. And movies is about the furthest we would go. Actually, yeah. one time um, we didn't have a ride home from the movies. It was out, out there by the, the freeway um, where the Coles is now. And we had to walk all the way back to my mom's house. And um, Brendan, my friend Brendan, told us that we had a ride. His mom would come get us. Didn't. So my mom, like... Uh, got so mad, called his mom. You were picking them up. Where? Where's my son? Where's my son? And we were walking down, if you can picture it by Safeway where the little league field is, we were like, do-do-do-do-do, walking there. It's like 11 o'clock at night, like on a Friday night, walking back. And my mom goes driving by in a car like 50 <laughs> miles an hour. And she screeches, where the hell have you been? Get in this car, right? And I was like, oh, okay. And then I, and she made Brendan get in the car too. And he lived like right around the corner. So he dropped him off and, and she's like, don't you ever do that again? So yeah, that- How old were you? I might've been 15 actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. So yeah, I guess we forget how it is to be that young. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she would have been like, yeah, just get a damn Uber. I don't want to have to worry about it. Right. Because at least, like, you know, an Uber is safe. I guess back in the day, it would be a cab, but I can imagine, like, getting a cab Well, it's to go. that old-timey sort of, what's, there's that meme that was, like, back in the day, they said, never get in the car with strangers and don't, um, and be careful who you meet on the internet. And, like, now that's what we do, you know, you know. You meet people on the internet and go on dates, and then you get in the car with strangers, literally, you know? Right. So, so, I mean, so much has changed. Well, at least with, like, you know, Uber, you can, like, have the app and be like, this is my driver. You can confirm. There's accountability. License plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kyle and Mauricio. That, that awkwardness. It's, well, it's so much. It was so, so awkward. And just being in such different places because he's like it's fun we're good I, we're opening up agencies we're just in a tough patch love being and she's like it's be- it's bigger than that <laughs> yeah i mean i see I, 
I, I don't remember there being too many scenes between the just the two of them in the past where like I, you're right was no. it like is it has it always been awkward like that and they just haven't been showing it to us part of me was wondering if they were just being clumsy because they were trying to you know get certain things on camera and like kind of get their story right if they were going to talk about it at all um and then part of me wonders if that's just that things are truly awkward between them like that now and I it wasn't before. truly awkward they're out of sync it seems and um uh, therapy it's fun helpful, therapy's fun it's, it's i love how they were like really stressing about that adjective like i'd say good i feel better but it's not fun <laughs> Love being, it's fun. I think there's just something about the whole transaction, those interactions between them that it feels staged to me. And like, I don't like saying that because I, I like Kyle and I like Mauricio and I, I, I definitely want to give weight to what they're going through, but it does seem staged for the camera, their interactions. Uh, and that's why every time we talk about it, I keep trying to rationalize, like, is that how they actually are or is it just for the camera, that sort of thing? But it, I think it's just how they actually are. I don't think, I think it's, I wouldn't say staged. It's more so like, we want to film you guys. What are you doing today? Oh, we're just hanging around the house and we're going to you know talk about therapy and, you know, I think if they were still, if they were fine and everything was cool and they were talking about something else, it would just be like natural, like, oh, da, da, da. I'm going off here to open this agency. Okay, I'll go with you. Let's plan this trip. Okay. You know, it's, it's Porsche spring break, whatever. But because they're in a not so great place, it's just like, yeah, we should do that. And where are you going? Where are you going to be? Right. And then you get her confessional where she's like, I, you know, I'm not willing to not be happy. And your mind immediately, immediately goes to like, well, was there infidelity? Like, what do you thought? What are you saying that you shouldn't accept, and that you don't want to pr give that example to your daughters? That's I'm not saying that's what happened, oh, but like that's where your mind I see goes what you're to. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's just like not like you don't want to be treated in the sense that you don't want to be neglected. Which and it's really the same. He's saying he's opening up his 100th agency by the end of the year. That that is his main focus like i need to be agency the biggest thing in the entire world and meanwhile kyle's like well, what about our marriage you know it's not going to just like sustain itself unless you we both put in energy and it just seems like he's not putting in yeah the energy i think i think what i'm kind of getting off of a lot of it is i feel like they both already know it's done and they're just, just trying, trying to, to wrap it up for the sake of the show to give it a mm. i don't think solely for the sake of the show, sake of the show but i feel like they don't want i think they want to have their say on camera instead of having people guess about what's going on off camera i think so, to a certain extent that you could say in the sense of wanting to get their their narrative across i don't think that's in a um a duplicitous way duplicitous um you know kyle was saying in an interview you know we don't know what's going to happen that's why people ask like you know what's what's going on with you and, and maurice you're going to make it and it's just like i i don't know yeah. we're figuring it out so like as they are figuring it out you know it takes different turns and twists and so i think that's just what's naturally happening so she can't just like they can't just wrap it up in a bow. No, I think, don't know. I think this is one of those situations where, where two things, things can be true. I think absolutely she doesn't know where it's going to go. But I, I think I think that they're both like, 
but we're but clearly obviously they are like we're kind of pulling the plug on it and seeing you know what happens if they get back together and that's what's meant to be that's what's meant to be but they're both kind of like over it i wouldn't say pulling the plug i don't think they're necessarily over it i think they just they don't know how to figure they can't figure out how to be happy together like they were that what they had you know they've been together for like close to 30 years it's just not what it was and they're both kind of like fumbling trying to get back to that place and growing apart in right. a sense too but yeah kyle's also saying you know in this in that same interview that um it's like they tape those scenes that we're going to see next week about telling the girls they're getting separated or the news came out there they're, they're getting separated and then they went right into filming for um buying beverly hills oh so yeah so yeah we'll just cut that yeah <laughs> i've been coughing too yeah. um no that's interesting um no I, I i can agree with you i i can agree with you on that so yeah to be able so like doing two different shows and then the separation it's like it's, i, must be I was trying to think because they've been together 27 years is what they said or at least married 27 years and i thought well that's 20 years longer than we've been together uh-huh. and i started thinking like oh listen why don't we have a hundred you know offices for our successful real estate agents i'm kidding i was not thinking that but no it's interesting to you know just yeah, to just see what they're going through. But again, I think they're trying to get their, they want to put something on camera so that way they can feel like they've controlled, the, not controlled the narrative, but at least gotten a, something out there that is more than just people guessing and conjecturing like so we are now. Theirs. Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, yeah. So, I can see that point of view too. Yeah. I honestly think it's as... Um, Craft, crafted or constructed crafted, yes yeah. is that no, but I, yeah I, agree. I, see, I see what you're saying though um yeah mm-hmm. it's just yeah it's, it's 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 sad i think i'm gonna be very sad watching those scenes because when you bring in the, the girls it's just like oh this is not just like oh colin race this is like their family that's you know well yeah yeah and you've always been a big kyle mauricio fan like yes I mean, I think when we played the who's the hottest, you know, who who are the hot uh, house husbands, Marisa's always up there. For and, years, everyone everyone was saying that. Like, whatever they would ask, ask and watch what happens live, he would always be like the go-to answer, like, Mauricio, he's so hot. Mm-hmm. And I think he's even, even gotten like better with age. But I think also part, you know, part of that is because they had such a strong relationship. Right. And I think that makes them even more appealing to so many people. Right. They just seem like they go together so well. And, but that's, you know, again, people grow apart and it's just, it's sad, you know, that either grow together or you grow, grow apart. apart. So. Yeah. Yeah. See, that, that feels to me like agreeing to disagree, but you know. What do you mean? The whole, you know, I don't know. I know it's true, but accepting that people grow apart, it's like, I don't know. In my head, it's like, well, don't don't let that happen. Yeah, but sometimes you <laughs> just Find can't ways to grow it. with each other. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, like Sutton was saying with her, it was he just kept getting like, Christian kept getting like bigger and bigger in terms of like what, you know, his status and like his career. And she was like, just seemed to be at home taking care of the kids and and stagnant yeah it's and hard so, it's hard to 
it's hard to, I can also see from his perspective, uh, Christians perhaps, that like, you know, I'm out here doing bigger and better things and you're doing the same thing you've been doing for the last, you know, 18 years uh-huh. or however long they're married. It can feel like, you know, don't you have any more ambitions or, you know, what, I, you know, I can, I don't think that's the case with them, but yeah, I can see there being a lot of disconnects in that, but uh-huh. I like to be naive and I like to think that things are going to be great forever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just, that's them. That's not us, you know. Better not be. No. But yeah, like, I mean, there's many more factors and... and a few more million, I think. Yeah. <laughs> a few more agencies than, than, than we yeah, have. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a good Erica laugh. Uh, so we... Yeah, I think we covered everything. Uh, but we didn't mention... Uh, you know the housewife and the hustler part, part two part de. part de. <laughs> uh yeah that was uh we watched that the other night and that was um a lot less sensational than the first one yes it, i think it was it was it felt like um uh, what was that spotlight like a documentary version of spotlight remember that movie about the catholic church oh right right, right. yeah yeah um, it felt like this let's follow this story from the two journalists who broke it and you know the fallout from it and yeah. talking to the victims and it was really just more grounded and less about erica being like you know the pop star turned housewife and then the stuff with her husband it was yeah and i didn't realize that you know that i think what they explained i didn't realize that erica filing for divorce kind of started kicked, to, it into, kicked gear. into gear and started unraveling everything yeah and that just that that was you know as they said a canary in a coal mine uh-huh. that you know her you, you know, know jumping, jumping ship was like wait a minute what's going on here like this person and i don't know i i, I didn't like I don't like defending Erica so much because we don't, or any of the housewives, because we don't really know them. Right. But it felt really, I remember, it felt wrong, unfair that she's just categorized as vapid and... A gold digger. And a gold digger to the point where one of the journalists said, the fact that this person who's all about money was jumping ship was just kind of like alarming. Like, oh, that does that mean there's no more money? And while, yes, this happened to be true... I, you know, again, I can't believe. Yeah, I can't you... believe in my my heart that like where I just want to believe the best in everyone that Erica was like money is drying up. I'm out of here. You know, I don't. I can't think that's no, the case. No, because if that person had watched the show, they would see. They would have seen the last reunion, not last two reunions ago, where she said exactly why she was leaving Tom, and it wasn't because the money was because that would imply that she knew that he was stealing money and that was all coming to a head yeah but she had no idea and therefore her leaving him was nothing about like you know not getting any more money it was just that she was unhappy with the situation and then grown more independent by doing the show and with her career and yada 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 right so yeah that that lady was kind of i guess she's coming from because it was like her she brought her friend's son to Tom because he was hurt in this horrific accent um, from pg and and then Tom stole his money. So I get she's very bitter. She's pissed off at Tom for her friend, for her friend's son, you know, etc. But I think a lot of it was like throwing at Erica, like, well, don't be an a-hole to the victims and da-da-da-da. And it's like, uh, you, 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 you don't really know her. You I think mean, you know her, but you don't know her. Not that we like our besties right, and like right, we right. understand her. Um, I think 
it was so funny because like it was so much about like hyping up like cursing the alpha victims and that was about like mm, five minutes yeah and i think it went very awkwardly as well very awkwardly like more awkward than kyle mauricio yeah but probably the realistically you know how awkward it would be to sit down across from three people who have you know lived three years of their life thinking that you're the reason that they're suffering still uh, or you played a part or, or played you a knew. part exactly yes. um I, I feel like in when she's talking with them, she could have been a little more, a little less matter of fact. Very but much. But I have to imagine also she was coached by her or advised by her lawyers. Be very matter of fact. Right. These are just like the facts. Like, Erica, why have you never done this before? Because no one's asked me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is, it seemed like a little bit of a flip answer, but she was like, that's the fact. So yeah. I'm going to state the fact. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think her lawyer was like, don't go in there with emotions. Go in there with facts. Yeah. He was like, think about my arm brace. <laughs> that was distracting think about my carpal me. Tunnel. Yeah. I got real bad carpal tunnel. Just pr- think about me. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, and then on top of that, I feel like um, she... She said at the towards the end, she said something that was very much like... You know, this was happening to me too. But it's like, yeah, it was yeah, happening. Like, you lost a lot, but you didn't have, and you've had some suffering, but you were also doing it from an ivory tower. Right. Like, you lost a lot and you've been un- unwrongfully, so wrongfully, unwrongfully, wrongfully accused of, of knowing things and or like, you know, helping this, these, this fraud. But that doesn't compare to, the, the pain and suffering of being involved in these incidents, you know, being hurt by these huge corporations physically. And then you have hope like, okay, this money will help me. And say I have that. And then that's taken from you from the person you trust. So yeah. it doesn't really compare. She, again, that well, and it's also, much better wording it's, on well, her it, part. Yeah. And, and it's, it's also the thing, thing where like, like yeah, you, you went, went from a huge mansion. Oh, uh, the best, you know, and that, you know, it was, you know, the whole nine yards, more than you can possibly imagine, to still a very nice, wealthy lifestyle. Like, it's not like she went... Not wealthy. <laughs> I mean, she's three-quarter of a million dollar earrings. Um, Who knows where those are, those are these yeah. days, though. But, but no, she's but, a nice bungalow and But still, I mean, it's, it's not like she le- left the mansion and now she has a studio apartment in Pacoima, you know? she's Where's Pacoima? It's somewhere in Southern California. Okay. It's I think it's, uh, it's somewhere not the valley the other direction, like out okay. towards East L.A. Anyway, it's again, it's not like she, she went from riches to rags. She went from riches to very glamorous, I'm still on TV, you know? Right, so, right. Again, where some of these people, you know, they probably couldn't work, couldn't get by, mm-hmm. um, you know, all these things, so... I did like that her lawyer acknowledged, you know, and it's not really breaking the fourth wall, but like saying what everyone is thinking. She has to do the show for money. Yeah. And like he even said, like she has to do the show or she doesn't want to have money to buy bread. Yeah. So it's like, thank really just like saying it, like what we're all thinking, like, you know, any, any other person would get off the show yeah. because this is hurting your case and and how people look at you but she had to do the show in lawyers order to, to be paid and she needed to pay the lawyers yeah. and i'm sure that's where a lot of her money's so, gone I think so much of the money probably went to just lawyer fees it has to yeah yeah they charge so much the, the, the irony yeah <laughs> so. seriously the other thing that i f- found very interesting was and i'm sure everyone who watched it that this was, was going, going on, on for so long, long that it wasn't since the early 80s yeah that you, you know, know it was, was just, just you know 
a rinse and repeat kind of scheme. I mean, we learned in the first one that, in through a lot of the articles that were written, that Tom was kind of kiting money from one payout to pay the people who he stole from already. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, um, but to think that's been kind of been going on since the 80s is just astounding. Like, that's got to be a lot of juggling and a lot of balls and lies trying to keep, keep in the air. Yeah, trying to keep their story straight. Like, that's what I'm like, how do you keep doing that and not thinking you're going to get caught? And he wasn't caught because the allegedly um, the bar, the California bar, was, like, helping him get away with it. They were colluding, and there was bribery and whatnot and right. firing people who, like, got too close to exposing him. But it's just like still, it's so much to keep track of, and like always having to watch your back, because someday you, you had to have known someday this would all come out. Well, I mean, it just—I I don't know. Like when you're that high-powered of a lawyer, and everyone, everyone you know thinks that you're—I don't think anyone really thought he walked on water. I think the people who knew him knew he was probably vicious when he needed to be, well, and that's what made him a great lawyer, and that helped perpetuate it. But you know, there, there's got there has to be part of it where you just. Think of it that, you know, in the world of high-powered attorneys, this is what you have to do to keep going. You know, it starts off as, you know, oh, I opened up a credit card from the firm for this one person to kind of, you know, grease the wheels, and that worked. Oh, I'm going to do it with this person, with this person, this person. And before you know it, you're bribing 10 people. And that you just think, because you're not being punished, you're getting away with it, you think, oh, this is how the industry works. And also, too, you're thought of like you are the Aaron Brockovich lawyer. Yeah. You know, the famous case, the the Oscar nominated Oscar winning, you know, movie. And, you know, you've done so much and no, no and one's you going keep to doing it. And no one's going to suspect that you're stealing from clients. Yeah. But like so many complaints, but we're just swept under the rug. Yeah. It's just really he could have done so. It's funny because he did so much to help these people and then took it right back. Yeah. It's so, it's really disturbing to like, you know, people who are gravely hurt and lost so much and then to take what little hope they had by this money that could help them and just like steal that. It's It's, really cruel. It's entitlement though. I mean, that's what it, it, it probably comes down to is that like, you know, I put in all these hours. I worked this hard to get you this money. I deserve, you know, it. And yeah, you deserve it too for what happened. But like, without me, you wouldn't have it. But he was getting paid. Like he's like, you know, I'm sure his fees were astronomical. But to like, and then to take money on, to take their money that's right. rightfully theirs. That's beyond. That's just like sociopathic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, with all that was going on, and you know, you mentioned it when we were done watching that, you know. As he got older, is that, you know, what sets, you know, maybe a contributor is that he, you know, I'm not saying just getting tired, you know, you, you get to be a certain age and you just can't, you, it's exhausting to lie all the time, period. And then, mm-hmm. the, you know, you're at a point where you just, you know, stop giving a shit about it and you're just like, all right. Well, also, too, it's like, I said this to you, like, you know, maybe at some point he's like, well, you know what? getting pretty old you know i'll probably die before they figure this all out and come after me and then it won't matter yeah i i I, I, because now like 84 i think that's what they said yeah Yeah. but i don't think anyone if anything you're like i can carry this to my grave and then it's someone else's problem i think that's the preferred way to go if you're doing uh, shady stuff like this but 
yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, I, I did appreciate that it was less about Erica mm-hmm. and more about the actual crimes. Um, it was so interesting. Yeah. I think the, when the focus when the focus was not on Erica, I thought that part that the whole like the whole um, wire wire tap thing or oh, wearing we, the wire thing. Oh yeah, I forgot thing, about yeah. That was that was uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And still don't quite know what was going on there, who's telling the truth there, but Yeah. 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 But overall, like it was a again, much better than the first one. I thought. Yeah. And I again I, I think when you you know, for people who one, I'm happy that they did a follow up to it. Because so often you hear the sensational one and like there's no interest in, you know, telling the rest of the story. But there was clearly so much there like those journalists were saying they're like their boss is like what's next after tom jardy like no 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 there is so much more to this yes and they're still working on it three years plus later so Uh and i'm sure this will be for the next three or more you know yeah i wonder they said they say uh the trial is set to start in may may and he was found competent so which is surprising because i i just assumed that you know it's great timing but i just assumed it was correct that he had dementia and you know didn't know what was going on so yeah but they say he he can stand trial so well yeah i mean i hope uh, you know i mean it's it's unfortunate that you know whenever anyone old is in a criminal trial like okay they're gonna assign him 20 years in prison and what are the odds he's gonna live that much longer you know Um, although I guess that would be awful to be, you know, a hundred years old in prison. Um, and it could happen. I don't think you can like the quality of life there and just mentally and physically would survive it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I hope there's some justice for the victims and, uh, yeah, I hope that there's, I'm as pleased to hear that there's payouts coming, you know, they're not necessarily from Tom. They're coming from, you know, the bar and different funds that have been set aside, but at least, you know, there's something coming, and I just hope that there's enough to go around for everyone who deserves it. it. Yeah, yeah, they need it. Like, yeah. So, um, there was one other thing besides uh, the Porsche. Oh story. yeah, yes, Porsche Gobadia. Gobadia. Is that like what Body Adi. Body Adi. Yeah, um, She's yeah. coming back to Atlanta. Which, when you you told me, I was like, okay, good. But I was also like, I don't like the idea of Housewives coming back. I mean, I don't dislike it. Why don't you it. like that? Um, I just feel like, I feel like most of the time, it's something that happened for a reason. Like mm. in this case, Portia decided to not come back. Is yes, what of I her own gathered. Volition. Yeah, of her she own was volition. Fired. Yes, but. If the show thought that was a bad idea, they would have tried harder to keep her and they would have said, hey, it's worth it to us. They let her walk away. And so I think they didn't they didn't want that to happen, though. I think I'm sure. But if they they wanted her to stay, they would they would have they could have tried harder. Well, maybe it was a money thing. Maybe there wasn't the money. The other thing, you know, we've said. I think I said to you, now that with Candy leaving, that was the other big story. Mm-hmm. Like one week it's Candy leaving, the next week it's Porsche coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, but Candy is very expensive. And without her there, that freed up some money. That's a bio that I can only well, speculate. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not doing the books. Well, I think also Atlanta. I think also she came back with an 
um, you know, I want some scripted roles. And I think there's just the overall deal with Universal. Exactly. Now. Yeah. So I think they were able to kind of wrap it up as a package. And uh, I think yeah. without that, she wouldn't have come back. That's true. And maybe that was the sticking point before they weren't in the ability to negotiate with that. But again, it's smart, though, too, to like think beyond like I'm not just going to come back and say, like, you know, funny things for housewives for like a little bit of money. I want more. And I, not just there, but also more in general, because who knows how long Housewives is going to last. Right. But if I get like a good script, scripted show and I develop that, then I can make tons of money off of that, like for several years. Right, right. You know, I agree. I think the other reason I don't like the idea of and I, I don't get like super excited about Housewives coming back uh -huh. is then it starts getting everyone talking about the idea of other Housewives coming back. And I think that's where it needs to stop. Like for me. My vision of of Atlanta would be Portia in Kenya for sure. Well, for sure we know Portia's coming back, but for sure Kenya has to come back. It, it only makes sense, sense to have them together. Throw yeah. in Sheree, and then three new housewives. It'd be similar to you weren't watching New York back in the day, um, but after season four, they fired four housewives and kept Ramona, Sonia, and Luann and hired three new housewives. So it was like a, a semi-reboot. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what would work. And it worked. They like really propelled the show forward and then other new women came in and Beth eventually came back, blah, blah, blah. So I think with Atlanta, I think you need like some stability from the past. People, the audience knows. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely Portia and Kenya. I think throw in Sheree because... You know, she is doing fine on traders and I think people really like Sheree and she's an OG. You need that OG factor for again for grounding, but you definitely need new women to propel the show forward. Otherwise it's just the same tired exactly. conversation over and exactly. over and over again. Exactly. That's why I think, you know, it I when the people start talking about like mixing New York like with the old and the new, I don't think you need to do that. I think you just need to continue on. If you don't love the entire new cast, then drop some people, but you get new people. I don't think you need to like have Dorinda and Brynn going out to brunch. It doesn't work for me. I, think, I know that's a really different topic and away from Atlanta. Yeah, but that I don't want that. Right. <laughs> you know, like do another legacy girls trip with with those ladies because they're great i didn't love legacy i think it's like kind of like the same old tricks right you know and it just it didn't it's, feel it's it, didn't, it didn't feel like a comfortable old shoe or comfortable no, pair of it jeans it very, just felt like oh this again we're doing this because this is what you know people know and it's going to work but it didn't work because yeah. we've seen it so many times so yes that i don't need with it with atlanta um i see what you're saying for sure but yeah. um what if uh what if kenya got a taste of the scripted um lifetime movie and she's not because she's like oh i want more of this that was a great movie but like portia she can do both both scripted that's and true. unscripted that's true yeah I, I just think you know you just need kenya like she's just so she and portia were so much a part of like bringing the show into taking it to a new direction um when they came on in season five so come here kitty our uh, talkative tortie has just come up the stairs. Our, our special guest. Yeah, our special guest. And she's like, come on, guys. She has opinions about Portia, too. Yeah, she's like, I want to talk about Portia. Meow, meow. Um, so, yeah, that's what I would say. Th three of them and then add new people. But 
definitely i love portia she's one of my, my favorites. favorites i'm so glad she's coming back she just brings a lot of lightness and a lot of humor and fun that i was really missing um from this last season of atlanta mm -hmm. and i think you need to get back to that yes you need drama but you also need a lot of fun and you know i think she definitely brings that come on bring queen nini back and kim come Stop on people whenever yeah Every single time, so, like, like something like this, something like this happens, it's always like, "Well, now bring back Nini." That bridge is so burned, the ashes are buried so deep, <laughs> like it can never be resurrected. Stop trying thinking that's going to happen. When you sue Bravo, yeah, like you can't come back. Yeah, she should not come back. Kim is in a really bad place with Croy and their fifty million kids. And their like house that's about to be taken away from them. That's a little too dark. I don't think you need to bring that energy. <laughs> Phaedra's great on on traitors. I don't. I mean, I could go either way with, with Phaedra coming back. What if they did a um, legacy Atlanta? Could you like see that happening? Trip? Like a girls' trip. They still wouldn't have Nini. <laughs> you really you don't you don't think that there's a world where they could they no Nini cannot come back to Universal, NBC Universal, period. That is so done. Really? Not Peacock, not like on the Universal like lot tour. <laughs> <laughs> but she can't go to Harry Potter world? If she... <laughs> Funny. Isn't that Warner Brothers? No, it's isn't Universal Potter... Studios, isn't it? But isn't Harry Potter Warner Brothers? It might be, but I think it's Universal Studios. Oh, you're right. That's true. I... I don't know. I, I don't like Universal yeah. theme ride, yeah. theme park, but... But anyway, I think it's really promising um, for season 16 with, with Portia coming back. Season 16? Sweet 16. Jeez Louise. Yeah. So I just want more news. Like, what's going to... What else is... Well, at least now that they're getting things together, you know, they'll start yeah. filming, hopefully, not too long it's from true. now. It's true. I was looking, the last episode of the reunion aired September 10th. Oh. So it's been many a month since that that season ended so well, it's i like, guess if they rush through it they could get something out by around the same time could be fun get something i think yeah there's definitely good, like start airing new episodes by august no that's maybe they start filming today no it would be like late fall on the air if they like started filming like I believe in the wow. power. I believe in the magic of of Hollywood and Bravo. It's not that fast, and also you have other shows going on too. True, true. Although I think, did we talk about how like soon it will be, only be like New Jersey? Yeah, perhaps because like Beverly Hills is about to wrap up. Same with Miami. We're getting close to the end of Potomac. Like so, either New, Jer New Jersey or Dubai needs to come back. Yeah, they'll so. they'll put something on. They can't be, you know, without the housewives. It won't be without, but it could be just like one yeah. airing or two. I don't know. I mean, when that happens, we'll continue to make hour plus long episodes. Yes. Because we clearly missed talking into this microphone. We did. So. We did. It's been a whole week. Yeah. But I'm getting tired and my butt's asleep again. So I think that was your leg that's usually asleep. Well, it's all connected. Okay. So my butt cheek, my leg, it all runs down your the neck same and your thing. Back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, from the wall to the what is it? No, that's a totally different song. <laughs> oh, sorry, from the window to the wall. That's Little John. Oh, sorry. You know me and my hip hop. That was on the. That was on the um, Super Bowl. Yeah, the halftime show. Yeah, take that and rewind it back. <laughs> take that, and we'll talk about it next time. 
Till next time.